that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. Are you not entertained? There is no fuzz on that. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? The Brian Suits Show. A man for president who's seasoned through and through. A man who's old enough to. I found that creepy. Cultural appropriation. Yeah, is what appropriating that is. Uh, un- un- uncle, uncle, your appropriation. Good morning, everybody. AM Sunday, KTTH. Um, Brian sits here with producer Greg. Yes, live. Live on tape on Friday. Boy, how about that superb owl? Those chiefs were really something. Or. Those Niners were really something. So edit that. Whoever wins Sunday night, just edit that in. And make sure you take this part out. We can't can't be busted for doing this on tape. So anyway, we're apparently changing. What you're seeing outside is a, a shift from El Nino to La Nina. Um, more more rain and colder temperatures. The masculine to the feminine? I, guess, I, I just say Ninax, which I invented. And, you know, I got to say, for the most sick called in Monday of the year, there is traffic at the usual suspects on your 167 at your your S curves and your T curves and the rest and through Des Moines. So anyway, all of you that are going to work today, good for you. Um, And and, uh, the whole thing. So Robert F. Kennedy co-opted or did he? Because this is still pinned on his Twitter feed, but he issued an apology to the family for uh, the ad where he was pasted all over where his dead uncle's uh, face used to be in 1960. And young enough to do. Well, it's up to you. It's up to you. It's strictly up to you. It's, it's funny how age was an issue. He was he was wise enough because he's been around, of course, the World War II generation, but he's young enough to do. And young enough to do. Well, it's up to you. It's up to. Wait, we missed uh, the money line because this is you know replacing Dwight D. Eisenhower, who towards the end of his his dotage, his uh, his term after a second term, uh, you know, like most most guys uh, who were in their mid fifties in the forties, you know, by the early sixties, well, you're older. So, that, but well, that's what we used to admit that. Old enough to know. And young enough to do. Old enough to know. And young enough to do. And uh, for for the record, JFK was the first of the World War II generation to be president and all that. Well, so if uh, you thought your family would be uh, offended, then why do you even do the darn ad there? Uh... It's pretty funny because there's a juxtaposition on Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s Twitter feed. At the top, there's a pinned tweet that shows the video of the ad that was aired by the Super PAC during the Super Bowl. And he wrote, our momentum is growing. It's time for an independent president to heal the divide in our country. Kennedy 24. And right underneath that, I'm sorry if the Super Bowl advertisement caused anyone in my family pain. The ad was created and aired by the American Values Super PAC without any involvement or approval from my campaign. If they could write him out of the family trust, they would. (laughs) They've been so mad about him. Denying vaccinations and chasing after uh, Jenny McCarthy 
until he finally landed. What, what's her name? She was uh, Larry David's uh, wife in the first six seasons of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, Cheryl Hines. Yeah, so he's married to her, so he has his celebrity, but he was sniffing after Jenny McCarthy for years, and it was an embarrassment. Um, and now even even uh, Schwarzenegger's ex uh, is mad at him. But but wait, then who who ran the ad? Well, you know, if a candidate, if a candidate's campaign, here's how election law works. If a candidate's campaign funds an ad, then the candidate has to, at the end, say, my name is John McCain and I endorse the ad. Because that was partly McCain-Feingold election reform uh, thing, I want to say. That you have to put your name on it if you if you're making claims, you know, and and you're saying Jay Inslee bathes in orphans' blood, which is I've heard totally true. You you some say you have to put your name on that on that spot, and and that's that. But a political action committee doesn't need the candidate's approval or nothing. They can just put any wacky claim up, and so they I don't know if they paid rights or who owned the rights to this ad. But at the end of the RFK ad... American Values 2024 is responsible for the content of this advertisement. I like the old-timey voice they got I know, to say they that. totally made it sound like that was part of the ad. If we anything, this whole episode has made me realize we need to bring back the presidential campaign jingles. That's, you know, i got to say, not, not a bad little uh, ad. It's funny because there were Nixon ones and all that. How and... about this one for Ike? You like Ike, I like Ike. So good. It's so funny. <laughs> we were just such a different country. Television was in its infancy. I wonder nationally how much this 30-second JFK spot uh, added in, in, in $1960, how much it cost. Um, but, uh, uh, anyway, um, now there's, and I, I, the federal election commission actually regulates how much you can charge for, for spots from a political action committee. Actually, they, they don't, we can charge them all we want, but, um, candidates and races, you have to offer them your cheapest rate. So that's why <clears throat> generally we don't like taking their money. But if you do, you have to offer your cheapest rate, and then you have to offer every other campaign that rate. So, there, you know, for there's some campaigns that make zero sense advertising on this radio station, and best of luck. But then there's others that this makes sense. Uh, and I did notice that that's the funny thing about the timing of the Super Bowl is that we're, we're not in locally. If you were in South Carolina, you were seeing Trump ads. And Nikki Haley ads and all that. You were, but you're not seeing uh, Trump v. Biden for the Super Bowl. If they ever move the Superb Owl to November, just forget about it. Forget about funny commercials. Not happening at that point. Uh, well, you know, it's been the okay, but creepiest ad of the entire Super Bowl. Creepiest because, ad because of the recent history. The whole thing, the Pfizer ad. What the hell? Wasn't that sort of a bait and switch thing? They didn't reveal it was a Pfizer commercial to the very end, or maybe no. It was, it was if you read the portrait of who the portraits were. It's like Ernest Pfizer, eighteen seventy one, 
And oh, okay, yeah. Where they were all singing, right? Yeah, it was. It was a bunch of AI animated. Oh, it was a Queen song. Old. It was uh, "Don't Stop Me Now." That's right. Which is um, a great tune. Uh, and so they're all singing uh, Queen, and they're all old timey, and their heads are creepy and moving, and so's their mouths and the whole thing. And then at the end, there's a little girl getting her hospital uh, discharge, getting uh, getting the band cut because she's been cured of cancer. Because that's what Pfizer does. It cures you of the big C and the whole thing. But it just to get there, you know, given what we've all been through, it it's, the actual Pfizer ad said, waiting for the next big thing or something like that. Then it said, stopcancer.org or whatever. But that was just odd. Like, you're, you're standing by, waiting for the next pandemic? Well, I mean, tell the... Chinese CDC uh, in Wuhan, which is where it is, uh, up upwind from the wet market to stop uh, stop eating bad soup, um, and you know what might be fresh, uh, right right in time for Pfizer is our first story in Know It All. I want it all, and I want it now. Know it all, first thing. Well, you know there are a couple central events in European history, and one of them was the first Great Plague. Well, never mind that. It's 2024. An Oregon resident has been infected with the state's first case of bubonic plague since 2015. Health officials said last week the resident was likely infected with plague by their symptomatic pet cat. According, Sounds nasty. Yeah, this is people with cats, you know, really. The Schutz County Health Services said in a news release on Wednesday, all close contacts with the resident and their pet have been contacted and provided medication to prevent the illness and all that. So there, there are... Medications so far, but this is this is right in time with uh, that Pfizer ad saying "waiting for the next big thing" or whatever the tagline was. Bubonic plague just sounds medieval to me. Too. Very bad scene, and you know you know where it actively uh, lives uh, is in subalpine Sierra Nevada areas because every summer around Lake Tahoe, there's big yellow signs with a profile of a squirrel, and it says "plague alert." <laughs> So I mean, if they they're supposed to run from you, but if they come at you, uh, apparently they have plague. So they're 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 crazy. Um, so a little little too um, demographic uh, on on that one. Um, thing two. Second thing. How does NATO work? Well, here's the thing: a presidential candidate doesn't want to do a foreign relations lecture, but anytime you can go to a a crew of conservative. South Carolinians and badmouth those fancy talking surrender monkey Europeans. You do. You just do. You read the room and you say, I'm going to be tough for those Europeans. They all drive electric cars or their cars are too small uh, anyway. And we are NATO. There's no NATO without us. And, and that's that. So Trump did. And the liberal cable networks are going crazy on this. Deal. One of the presidents of a big country stood up, said, well, sir, uh, if we don't pay and we're attacked by Russia. I would have done an accent, by the way. If I, I, I identify the country, but, but this, is, this, is, this is how you know Trump is making up a story to please the room, okay? When he says big country and then the person addresses him as, sir, uh, you know, I, I can't manage that one inch uh, mow on the, on the uh, 18th green. One of the presidents of a big country stood up and said, well, sir, uh, if we don't pay 
and we're attacked by Russia. Will you protect us? I said, you didn't pay? You're delinquent? He said, yes, let's say that happened. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. You got to pay your bills. I mean, that's a Larry the Cable Guy level of understanding. The fact that the crowd is cheering that. And, and it's because the guy knows his audience. He knows that that's not how NATO works. NATO is not AAA. That would be a cool movie moment, wouldn't it? Like, uh, sir, uh, Putin's army is almost uh, here at Vilnius. And then you call and say, wait, do you guys still have that uh, attractive female prime minister? No? You look at her out? Well, then I'm not helping. That's not how NATO works. Um, and, you know, and he knows that, but he also knows that the crowd doesn't have a working knowledge of this. And he wants a laugh line. He wants a cheer line. So you do. Like I say, when I tell the story, I would make it sound like a French person said it. So, so you're saying that if I need the help, you you don't come with the, the help? Mad. Uh, so uh, anyway, <clears throat> thing three. Third thing. Um, a Another national thing. So Friday, Corinne Jean-Pierre, we have her on, on at a press conference, I think on Wednesday, saying, I'm not going down that rabbit hole. On on the day, uh, when when was it? It was when the her report came out, um, and they said we're not charging Biden because he would look like um, a, a sympathetic, you know, addled old man with a bad memory. She said, "I'm not going down that rabbit hole because apparently, if you ask about the president's mental state, that's a rabbit hole." Well, and you can hear her go. She does a she does a Justin Trudeau uh, here on this. Because he he does she calls on him and guess what he asks about? One more. Okay. Thank you, Corinne. Wait, and remember the phrase that pays the talking point that came out on Friday and then they stretched it all weekend long. Gratuitous, 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 gratuitous. One more. Okay. Thank you, Corinne. If the special counsel says President Biden's got significant limitations on his memory, then who is helping him run the country? The president of the United States runs the country. The commander in chief runs the country. How can he be trusted with the nuclear codes if I, I get that you're saying that uh, nobody in the building would say that he's got an issue with his memory, but just the little part of what we get to see, he's made mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake on camera this week. So I'm going to be very clear here. Here it comes. Um, the reality is that report, that part of the report, does not live in reality. It just doesn't. So the special counsel it is, is it, lying it is, about the president's it is, memory. It is. It was gratuitous. You heard. There you go. And now, uh, because they're trying to burnish her uh, CV, because she's th this person is less popular than her boss, but she can still say gratuitous. The way that the president's demeanor in that report was characterized could not be more wrong on the facts and clearly politically motivated gratuitous ding 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 and by the way here's here's why you should be especially contemptuous of that person uh, uh feigning ignorance about why that was in uh the report she was the attorney general of the largest state in the country okay um, she knows full well that if if you're directed to be a special counsel, whether for a state attorney general 
or a highly liberal Democratic attorney general like Merrick Garland, and he assigns you, if you choose not to prosecute, you better show a damn good reason why not. And because he's feeble and old, it's pretty good. And so she knows full well. Uh, that he had to show that. It wasn't gratuitous. It was, in fact, required. Just limited to what we have seen. You know, the, the picture of my driver's license is gratuitous, is what it is. There you go. Um, and thing three. Fourth thing. So did everybody see that the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, uh, is now in... Uh, what, what? What is this? It wasn't... It's stable condition? Anyway, uh, re-hospitalized. He is transferred... Uh, his uh, responsibility and authority to his, his deputy secretary of defense, who's so not on vacation this time. bladder issue. Yeah, and this uh, evidently, it they're saying it doesn't have any relationship to the recent prostate issue, but um, I've seen uh, too many urologists saying, um, yeah, yeah, that... <clears throat> That whole area, that's, that's, that's kind of my bailiwick. That's my wheelhouse. The, the, the frontal region and the backal region and the whole thing. So that's anyway, the wheel term. Yeah, well, I don't want to get into metal, medical. Two weeks ago, you were saying butt stuff, so this is an improvement. <laughs> Gobbledygook. So this is what, because this is not butt stuff. Um, and so, so anyway, or we're being told it's not butt stuff. But, you know, I, I mean, look, I don't. I don't know how many clues you need, but and I, I want to say only seventy because seventy is not ancient. It depends on how you treat your body, but I would say this is uh, maybe a clue. This is a uh, nature's uh, breadcrumb, and you've now picked up three, and you're on your fourth. And so anyway, uh, we'll we'll see. Thing four. I think we're on the fifth thing. Oh, fifth, fifth thing. thing. Uh, well, hey, King County, uh, you and what army? The Washington State Democrats scrapped the bill um, last week that would allow counties to increase property taxes, dealing a blow to King County leaders who have said they, they'll have to make drastic budget cuts without such a change. And by cuts, they mean um, decreases in their increased budget requests. There, there's not going to be one cop. One King County fire person, one one King County sheriff deputy laid off. This is they're going to have to reduce their wish list, their dream list for next year's budget. So that's how that works. Uh, anyway, um, if a county collected a total of 100 in property taxes last year, it can at most collect 101 this year. So it's a cap uh, on that. So uh oh, King County's been told that they can't have uh, nice things and can't have more money. Uh, when we come back. How do you fly from London? Remember, there was that Russian who was changing sea. He got on a plane um, and was never asked for, you know, it's not like a street train. They don't punch your ticket. But a, a British chap flew from London to JFK in New York without a ticket or a passport. So how do you get on the plane in the, in, in the first place? It's like exploding shoes uh, or something. So uh, we'll come back and we'll answer, did Reba go over or under on her national anthem? She's closed. Did she go over or under? Did you make money? Uh, we'll find out. Uh, AM 770 KTH.
deal. 100%. Electric. It's the real deal. Yeah. I still think that's the funniest thing. AM 770, KTTH, uh, Brian Suits here. The electric BMW, uh, Christopher Walken had. And then I didn't quite catch at at the end, the I guess the tie-in and the reason you can never play the ad again uh, because he sits down, the, the waiter has to get involved. He sits down at a table and... Thank you. And the waiter has to, because everybody in Hollywood is auditioning. You know, you look nice. Okay, with that. Hello, Mr. Walken. Does this table work for you? Yeah. Yeah. Did someone say yes? So there's a usher, and then I guess it's a tribute to that dance video that that Christopher Walken did years ago. It was filmed in the same space. Oh, the Fat Boy Slim video. Yeah. So I, I didn't know that until I knew it because I read a influencer who told me all about it or something. But no, zero, zero. I'm not I'm not even curious uh, about. I mean, I, I think Christopher Walken would be lucky to guide a motor vehicle successfully. Uh, so I think he's a nice enough guy and a fine, fine actor. But what a what a quirky individual. That's why the, the Kevin Pollack. Says that if you're gonna, you can't just do a Christopher Walken impression. You have to say something completely irrational. And I'll hand it to wait. Which car company was the ad for again? BMW. Okay, so you can tell it really made an impression on me. It's the real deal. The ad actually 100%. made sense. Hundred percent. The ad made sense because the gist of it was accept no imitations. And so then there was a tie-in with people impersonating Christopher Walken. Other ads, they're completely unrelated, but somehow they tout a product at the end, and you go, I, I don't even understand you're how that ties that in. You felt that something was funny, that, that Marshawn and right, Peyton right. were getting stoned eating Doritos <laughs> and or something, except they were holding the product. Because I chuckled, it makes sense? Yeah. Not really? And then the guy who does the BMW voiceover is that uh, actor, Christopher Pike, or what, what's his name? Pine. P-I-N-E, right, right. right? But he has a giant head, like they all do. Right. He, has a, he has a giant head on a tiny body, and he so he's the voice of the ultimate driving machine. There's only one Christopher Walken and only one ultimate driving machine. The rest... See, so now he does. The the, he ends with the impression. Adjust the patience. Come on. So anyway, that's <clears throat> very clever. But yeah, that's a uh, uh, Kevin Pollock who does officially. Well, um, I'm a comedian. What's the, what's the guy's name? But Kevin Pollock does the best uh, Christopher Walken because you have to be able to string together non sequiturs and or like like he does in real life. Um, and 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 that's why the. You know, cowbell song is or th- skit is so funny. And but. you didn't like the Ben Affleck Dunkin' Donuts no. commercial? No. What up, Brooks? For your consideration, here comes the Boston Massacre. Can you, but you have to explain what's going on. If, if people saw it, you saw it. His, I don't know if he's auditioning a song to go on uh, his wife's newest album right, or what. That's Was the that premise. the bit? Yeah. But they're wearing. Crazily oversized Dun King, Dun King, donuts jumpsuits. He and uh, all of his cron- Boston cronies. Oh, like, they paid a lot of money Matt, for this ad. Matt Damon, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. J-Lo was not in doing the ad. Uh, crypto anymore. But now, Tommy on them keys. Player coach. Got it. I'm open. And needs no introduction, my partner. Sometimes it's really hard to be your friend. You said you were gonna support me. 
there's so many little asides on there. Maybe they did that so that you would uh, rewatch it or something. But it, I, I think it's funny. Um, but uh, I don't love Benefer and that whole phenomenon. But I did a smile cross my face during that ad. I yeah, would say. but no, the the best Walken is is uh, that's your Paul number Cohen, one. But he says. <clears throat> Frankenstein never scared me. Marsupials do. Um, the, you have to say something completely non-secular like that. But <laughs> it could, could get. Also, the guy you know showing that he has a tremendous uh, self-deprecating sense of humor. Because that, if you're him, everybody does a, a stupid uh, Christopher Walken impression. And when you're 80 years to old, death, I, I think you're just happy to be there. <laughs> Yeah, um, a British chap flew from Heathrow to JFK in New York without a ticket or passport. A British man flew from Heathrow without a ticket or passport on Christmas Eve. So good job, Homeland Security. Craig Sturt, but it wasn't, it's not there. They don't, they used to have a American Homeland Security downrange in Heathrow and uh, in Paris. Apparently not anymore. Anyway, Craig Sturt was 46, still is 46, detained when he landed in New York and shipped back to the U.K. on a charter flight. Investigators believe Sturt, who is six feet, snuck behind other passengers at a passport check and during boarding of the British Airways flight, according to the Telegraph. Okay, that's a badly run metal detector or passport uh, uh, check uh, place thing. When you fly with kids... Do you, do you have to show ID for the kids, right? No. In fact, yeah, I've wondered this uh, before the last time I flew. And you go up there, and they get the ID from mom and dad, and then they say, who's River? And then River goes, I'm River. And they go, who's Penny? And then Penny raises her hand. That's all they do for ID check. Um, because, but, but those are domestic flights, right? Domestic, yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't done international. Yeah, we're in a long time. getting a passport for see because uh, a 14-year-old should have a passport if you're going to travel overseas. Um, you got to get a visa for the Iceland, such as, and things like that. But, like, when we go on Fort Lewis for some uh, tax-free shopping, the kid could pass for 16. Mm-hmm. And you only have to show ID if you're 16. And they always, you have to show both IDs. And I always have to point and go 14. And then there's like, all right, sir, have a good day. Sir. Um, so, anyway. Move uh, on. So, yeah. Otherwise, uh, you know, school ID, ASB ID uh, doesn't work. Um, so anyway, a couple here, uh, just to close my thought out on Trump before a crowd, a crowd and, you know, uh, obviously a 100% Trump crowd in South Carolina is because they're, they're pushing back on the White House. It has a full court press and MSNBC's words on the, uh, grandpa can't remember things correctly. And they're, they're piling on what, what Trump does when he's in front of a crowd and, you know, and he, whatever, he burps the alphabet or he makes balloon animals. In this case, he says, if you don't, uh, if you don't pay, uh, NATO is not going to come. The reason that you know that this is, this story is BS is because heads of state in NATO don't address each other as sir. One of the presidents of a big country stood up and said, well, sir, uh, if we don't pay and we're attacked by Russia, will you protect us? I said, and then he goes on this run about, you know, lazy Europeans don't pay me with euros or coins with tassels or, you know, money with priests on horseback or whatever. Um, and it's, it works in South Carolina. But the, the deal is, you, you know how his mind works. You know, when, when he's just saying things like I could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue, he's not, he doesn't really mean that. And so 
um, heads of state in the Atlantic Council in NATO, the president of Iceland can stand up and address the president of the United States and say, Joe or Mr. President. But they don't they don't call the American president, sir. Should they? Yeah, but they don't. It's sort of a gentleman's club. We all act like we're all equal and the whole thing. And we all agree that we're going to direct um, about 2% of our GDP towards defense spending. Now, 2% of America versus 2% of Luxembourg is the difference between 8 million Gore-Tex sleeping bags and 4 Gore-Tex sleeping bags. Uh, you know, no one expects Luxembourg to field an armored battalion. Okay, they, they can't, but you know, 2% is 2%. It's a commitment, it's a gesture, right? And so there's no, it's not AAA, okay? It's not a protection racket, and it's not AAA where AAA uh, will not send a tow truck out because you're not current, you know, or whatever. So it's it's that simple. It's the, the guy is running, you got to know your room. But I was wondering what's behind today's full court press? Uh, and MSNBC's uh, White House reporter actually reveals that today is a, a look away, look away from the old man uh, thinking that the president of Mexico uh, is sending Gaza aid in. They're, they're cleaning up the entire mess on, on Isle Biden. Yeah, Anna, a full court press was really launched over the weekend by not just the White House, but also the Biden campaign, Democratic allies, even the president's personal attorneys, trying to restore any lost confidence by voters in his ability to serve a second term as president in the aftermath of the special counsel report. And this was really an all hands on deck response. We saw so full court press, all hands on deck. It, it is operation gratuitous and they're using all their branches, the unpaid branches of CNN and MSNBC. But the thing the thing about MSNBC is they have said to the White House, hey, look, we got to report this as news. And the White House said, okay, but follow any, uh, any Biden lost his marbles news with examples of Trump slurring words or claiming that uh, Putin can come in and, and ravage European countries that don't pay up on NATO or something. So all Biden stories must be followed by a, yeah, but here's Trump. So that's what they're doing. So just so that you know what the rules are um, this week, that's uh, Operation Gratuitous. And that's why that that's the word they decided on by Friday, because the special counsel told the truth and said, I can't put a crazy guy who can't remember when he was vice president up on on. Uh, on trial, I can't charge that guy. He'll when be buying too, too snacks for the game. You might have noticed one thing: horse drinks bottles are smaller. <laughs> the boxes are smaller. Come on, big corporate fat cat big wigs, get get your big wigs on that and make make the the Ritz bigger. A bag of chips is fewer chips. It's shrinkflation, is what it is. Shrinkage. Yeah. And so anyway, um, back in a second. Uh, Turns out that uh, locking some kids up is a good thing. And don't pull a knife on this dude in Tacoma unless you want to get a machete back. Uh, that and more come up right after this. Same 770 KTTH.
1170 KTDH Front Suits here. Well, uh, let me tell you, Naif Khatamin has had a hard life. He ha- he must have, but but now things are good because he's in America and he owns the Salina One Market in Tacoma's Hilltop neighborhood. Um, and this is our, our very own, you know, the Stockton dudes, the, the, the two Bangladeshi guys in the 7-Eleven. Who, who beat the tar out of the vagrant that was uh, emptying tobacco products and uh, oh, yeah, with vape like a cartridges? Stick, uh, yeah, at first the 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 one bystander says, "Oh, don't do it. Just call the police." And then they just go. I, I used to have that handy, but just the sound of that, the glee in their voices that they're beating this guy down, who who uh, now now is on the ground, you know, screaming as he's getting beaten by these shop owners who were not charged, uh, by the way. Well, so let's get back to February 5th. Um, it, the Hilltop neighborhood we later see, Naif Katamin uh, is 70, wherever he's from, it's a harder place to be than Hilltop. So there's video. He's the owner of the Selena One Market. He told Channel 7 when it was on DirecTV that a man, and there's, a man pulled out a small knife at him. And this is a Crocodile Dundee moment. He's going to rob his cash register with a small knife. That's a knife. Well, Knife says, oh, is that what we're playing? He pulled out a machete, catching the would-be robber off guard and chasing him out of the store. According to Knife Katamin, the saga doesn't end there. On February 6th, Tacoma police found the guy, booked him, and had to release him the same day. But um, you know, I, I would I would say uh, you don't want to don't want to repeat episode apparently with Naif because he's had a harder life than you. He came here. He's an immigrant. His name is Naif Katamin. I'm I'm gonna go maybe Jordan, maybe Iraq. Uh, right after his release, the suspect returned to Selena One Market, threatening to rob and then kill the store owner. Chargeable. And Knife said, I said, aren't you the same guy who tried to rob me? He said, yes. He added that instead of pulling out his machete, this time he pushed the man out the store. Uh, he said he stood by the, by the door, and I said, okay, you have to leave now. Boom, I hit him right there, and he fell, and those guys ran out, and they kept him down until the police came again. According to uh, Tacoma PD, uh, the suspect was arrested again and booked into Pierce County lockup. He was charged with felony harassment and robbery in the first degree. Uh, we, re- I, I would say, coming back and threatening to kill him. You know, I'm, <clears throat> I'm on the wrong side of the Nisqually curtain, and you know how I feel about jury duty. But I, I, I might say, maybe throw that at him. Uh, Channel Seven reached out to the Tacoma Police Department to obtain the name of this individual and see if he's still in jail. They've yet to hear back. Um, yeah, let's get a name on this punk, uh, by the way. But anyway, the the video, I if there's video of his interview or video of the interaction, it's on the tease, but it, it didn't load. So no wonder DirecTV dumped you, by the way. I, and I'm wondering, and we can check it in the texting, 800-465-8770, because I don't know when DirecTV dumped Channel 7, but was that a, was that a heads up to most people um, with DirecTV yesterday? that they are dumping local channels. I don't know what is on DirecTV's Channel 7 uh, now, but I was in an institution that has to pay for uh, Red Zone and NFL Network and all that to show it in a restaurant. And 
whatever happened happened before the Super Bowl. But uh, Channel 7 has been running a red banner on their website and on their channel saying DirecTV is going to be threatening to dump us and the whole thing for not naming suspects or, or whatever. I, I, I don't know what the agreement is or what, what the thing there was. But yesterday, if you were thinking, well, good old free TV is what I'm paying cable for, well, or was what I'm paying DirecTV for, well, not the Super Bowl, unless you want to watch it on Nickelodeon at 3.30. And watch nothing but kid commercials uh, and uh, and that whole thing. Um, did you see the shooting in the Joel Osteen megachurch? No, I did not. There is a simulcast, like, uh, you know, it's, it's huge. It's Joel Osteen's Houston church is massive. And they have an internal uh, TV feed and, and all this. And a woman, I mean... In a wild stab, mental issues, um, but a, a woman brought her five-year-old to the mass shooting. And she brought a rifle. I'm thinking like an AR-15 or M4 rifle or just a rifle. Uh, and the Osteen Church is one of those churches. And I know law enforcement chaps that are involved uh, in, in this sort of capacity where they're off-duty law enforcement and they volunteer with their church for security. Because they're usually big churches. And in this case, a pair of off-duty law enforcement, one local, one federal, were carrying. Because they're, they're, they're part of, you know, the official security on Sunday. And the woman was, was killed. The five-year-old was hit as well in the melee or, or whatever. Yeah, in critical condition. Yeah. But, you know, what the mother's motive was... Uh, we don't know. I mean, you walk into a church with a rifle. I'm fresh out of interest in your motive. Um, you know, if you if you want to meet your maker, you're about to. In, in most large churches, um, and in this case, the woman got what she wanted uh, and stuff. And so, anyway, just uh, but uh, it, it was caught on TV. Um, I mean, not the actual shooting, but the sound of it uh, in in the background. Um, so the the best kind of training. Uh, is very realistic training you, because you train like you fight. Um, like if you're a um, handgun owner, when you're at the range or when you're at home, practice mag changes. Take and t clear your weapon at home when no one's at home or go in the garage and practice uh, magazine changes. Uh, it's a great use of your time. Um and that's why I'm a big fan of training in schools, and I think most schools uh, do it. Uh, and that is the uh, mass shooter drill. I mean, uh, go ahead, take a moment, and say it's just sad we even have to talk about that. Okay, now get over that. In California, a principal uh, who was in charge her her district in San Gabriel Valley said, "Okay, the principals take charge of this." Um, it was supposed to be. Not just a drill, not just pile stuff up at the door, but actually react to someone who is the shooter. So the principal chose to play the role of the shooter and walk around and beat on windows with a with fake gun fingers. Which doesn't don't gun fingers get you uh, suspended in this day and age? Possibly. I I don't know. But um, anyway, the principal's been um, suspended herself. Uh, on this because she was making she thought she was making the training realistic by beating on windows 
And and then at one point, she did gun fingers and aimed it at a student and said, boom, you're dead. And this is an elementary school. So father of the free, father of the year, Greg, is that over the top or not? Uh, need further context? I don't know. I, and, and the thing is, it's one of those, these ones where, okay, today we're doing a mass shooter drill. It's going to be in second period. Uh, you're kind of, you know, defeating the purpose of a drill at that point. But then again, I don't, I, I don't want anyone beating on a window, surprising my kid, going, bang, you're dead. Except that I'm just going to tell you, uh, you train, you train, you train like you fight. That's how that works. Um, the more you uh, sweat in peace, the less you bleed in war. And aphorism, aphorism, aphorism. Uh, so um, we'll uh, chase that down. I, I, I don't know how they do it around here. I I, I don't know. I mean, I, I send my kid to school with a Narcan and a trauma kit. Because I don't want I don't want my kid bleeding out, and if if she doesn't want her friend bleeding out, you know, rally on on my daughter. She can she knows how to operate a combat uh, application tourniquet. You know, I what, hearing about um, some of the situations where like like in Florida, um. Where the kids bled out because the police were not organized enough to get in there, or or even at uh, you know the uh, the Texas uh, shooting, uh, not my kid. That's, and if your kid's near my kid, then not your kid. But I mean, I I'm a big fan of living in the time that we're living, dealing with it uh, like an adult and preparing. So that's that's me. Probably too much revealed there on that one. Uh, all right, when we come back. Um, a, a gripping quarter-by-quarter quarter rundown of yesterday's Super Bowl. AM 770 KTDH.